Well, here we are. Only this time, I am not alone. I've got a guest and I cannot wait for you to meet them. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I'm your host, Deb Laflamme. And if this is the first time you are listening in, thank you so much. I know there are a ton of podcasts that you can listen to, and I love that you have chosen to listen to mine. If you are a loyal subscribe listener, welcome back. I know you are going to love today's episode. I actually enjoy finding people that you can learn from, that you can be inspired by, because I know that marketing is hard, and I know that maybe marketing doesn't motivate you to get out of bed every day like it does for me. And so I'm really excited to introduce you to my guest today, who is Lucinda Sears, who happens to be someone that I've worked with for a long time, and I admire how much effort she puts in to her marketing online because it's just one of the many hats that she wears running her business. And I'm gonna let her tell you about her business, and then we are gonna get into really talking about what has changed over the years for her as a business owner, what has worked, what hasn't worked, but let's get into it. Welcome, Lucinda. Thank you, Deb. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. I am so excited to have you. Like honored that, um, and we were just talking about this. This is your first podcast interview and I'm like, yeah, I'm so glad that it's mine. So we're going to get you, this will be the first of many, I'm sure. So Lucinda is um, one of the owners of uh, the Bees Knees British Imports. And I'm going to let her share a little bit about her history and when her business started, and then we'll get into some marketing chat. Go ahead, Lucinda. Thanks, Deb. So yes, the Bees Knees British Imports um, started eight years ago um, with my friend Donna. Um, I am obviously from England, born and bred. Uh, moved to Germany for six years when I was 20. Um, met my English husband there, and then we moved to the States in 1996. And Donna is, was born in Biggleswade, England, and spent time there growing up. Her mother's English and her father was American, and then she lived in Texas. And we met fundraising for our kids' elementary school and had these shared passions and the shared British history and found some cool products. And we started the website, um, not really knowing where it would go. Um, but over the eight years we've been doing it, we have what we call our curated collection of British imports um, from across the pond. And we've found our audience in um, obviously Brits abroad, but also there's many Anglophiles in this country and also people who appreciate fine homewares, nicely made products, products that are made in England. The majority of the products are made in England mm -hmm. um, by British, all British designers. Um, and a lot of them, which we love, are small women owned businesses like our own. So it's really a pleasure to work with all of them and we have some bigger brands like Emma Bridgewater and Burley and Danoon who we work directly with all the suppliers in the UK for all the brands that, that we carry yeah um, yeah so and official, official official launch of your business was what year um 2011 okay July 11th 2011 yeah okay so what what would you say so now we're a, quite a few years away from that what, what has been, as far as marketing goes, what has something that you've done really well, like over the last, let's say three years, four years that has impacted your business? What's something that stands out with your marketing that has helped you really grow and gain that 
bigger following. We'll talk about your following in a minute, but what do you think it was? Like what changed for you? Maybe it was more than three or four years ago. Well, I think right from the very beginning, um, we had our website, which has since been relaunched. <laughs> we can discuss that too, but um, <laughs> with just four brands, but we started with our Facebook page mm -hmm. and Facebook has been really the backbone of the marketing since we started. And um, as it's grown and more video, um, that has just helped us find a really loyal following um, and not just posting products, but food, um, you know, royal events, pictures from England from that I take when I'm over there or that, you know, I share other people's. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a very active community. And I think people very much enjoy um, that interaction and that communication and, you know, having that, that kind of connection with us as the business, but then on a more personal level as well. So you just said it like the epitome, like you just basically gave me the title for this podcast. It's not just posting products, right? It's about, and you said it's, you have a loyal relationship. People love when you share things from the Royal family or Downton Abbey or food recipes, your travel. And over the time of working with you, you've really honed in on those pieces that your audience loves, which only brings them to that deeper connection with you so that when you do share a new product or a product on sale or a line that's going to be sold through your, your online store, your community on Facebook and other places. We'll talk about email marketing too. Yeah. They are waiting. They're waiting. And so I love that. So what does that feel like to you when you, when you made that shift from I've got mugs to sell to let me share a video of me making, I don't know, we'll talk about my favorite re recipe, your sausage rolls, they're called, right? Sausage rolls. Sausage rolls. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that just developed going along when I would perhaps just post a cake I'd made and people loved it and then people would want the recipe and they they kind of looked to me for more than just our products and I realized that was going to be a key part to yeah. to the communication and growing the connection with the people and um, it feels great and you know when people are just so happy that I've posted something like that or you know just even you know, videos in places when I've been in England and to feel that connection. I mean, I really feel like I know some of our followers who are just very loyal. Right. Um, and it's just really fun to be able to share those other things with them um, outside of the products. And then, but they're there and happy then when we do post products as well, because that's what the business is, is these lovely homewares from. Right. So, yeah. Right. And I would say that, um, you're, you're gaining that deeper connection because you're finding common threads. So, and I talk about this in some of my other podcast episodes is, you know, when people are attracted to you, it's because you have something in common. So whether it's the food recipes or the travel or the flowers, I mean, your, your brand, let's talk about your brand, <laughs> the bees, knees, British imports. Where, where did that name come from? Tell us about your brand and what it was like to develop over the years. So I think we, when we were doing our initial research into, um, we'd found a couple of product lines that we liked and, you know, you research other British products and it's the, you know, obviously the standard Union Jack mug and kind of very tourist that you'd find in tourist shops. And that was absolutely not what we wanted. We wanted to import really nice home goods. Mm -hmm. um, and so that the bee's knees is an expression. I think it's used here a bit more now, but it's like the cat's meow here, do you say? Mm -hmm. um, 
and it just means if something's the bee's knees, it's, it's the best. It's just really good. It's, and uh, a friend of ours, actually, Todd, thank you to him. We were talking about this idea of this brand and having, you know, as our tagline is fine homewares from across the pond. And Todd came up with the bee's knees and we just loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, my niece in England, Kate, she's a, an, an artist and she designed our fabulous Bramble Bee, which we had a competition to name the bee, gosh, probably back in the first or second year. And mm-hmm that be is a huge part of our identity with the union right. jack and it was just about you know we're not just your standard you know imported products we we have really nice stuff that is the bee, that is the bee's knees <laughs> i love it i love it and i love when you tell that story because that's the all the work that goes into it this is that's the feeling that you should feel that joy that that lightness so that you enjoy sharing that story right it it, it was a a somewhat of a labor of love, a creative process of love. Like you really wanted to set yourself apart from everyone else who sold items from the UK, like that were managed, that were manufactured in the UK. It's you're appealing to a very different audience than people that, than other brands who might sell um, UK items. Right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. Appealing to those that, you know, appreciate, finely made stuff and they want stuff that's made in, in Britain and handmade items and they're prepared to, to shop with us to get those. So that was important to us. Yes. Yeah. And I would say, so let's play a little game, Lucinda. Okay. I say marketing, you say. Constant. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So consistency, right? Like consistency. being there. So tell us what that's like and maybe how that's changed for good or for bad with the internet, because I know that's a big thing with people. Being consistent and staying in the heads of their customers is, people say is a lot of work. So tell us how you manage to be consistent and always showing up for your audience. It is, it's you, it is a lot of work and it's constant thought going into it of what you're going to post. But so first of all, there's the products. Um, and obviously what I've learned from Deb about our content pillars and well, again, going back to the whole not just posting products, so like planning it out, but we, we have our photo sessions, we take the pictures, so I have photo product photos lined up that I can post every few days. Um, and then it is thinking about, well, what do people want? Or people ask for recipes, so then it's a recipe post, or then I'll have perhaps been to England and I post my photos from England. Um, and then obviously daily news when the royal babies are born and royal weddings is huge and people mm-hmm do come to our Facebook page to keep up with that information. So I'm always trying to be on top of that. Or if the queen was in an event or any of the Royals, um, you know, people do really enjoy seeing that like Downton Abbey posting stuff about the movie coming. Everybody really reacts to that kind of news and that then interspersed with the products. Um, So that's always been the way I've kind of approached it on Facebook is just, you know, spacing it out like that. And then when news happens or, you know, I just throw that in as well, even if, you know, it wasn't. So I'm always, I think for me, I can plan my posts for different events coming up, um, Mm -hmm. like certainly around holidays, but then I always have to be kind of watching the news for stuff to post that's relevant or, you know, big events that happen. Um, So it's a daily, it's an absolutely a daily a daily job for me. I mean, and I, I do enjoy it. It's part of the job that I like the most. So that it's not well, it is interesting because you're one of the few people for sure that, um, and actually I just published a, a podcast this week about someone else that I know that loves marketing as much as I do. And I, it's interesting because when you and I were just like sitting down 
and talking about the role in your business and all the things that you do, you kept saying like, I don't want to give up marketing. I don't want to give up marketing. I love it. I love it. Right. And, and yeah. so I, and that's, that's why you're really good at it. That's why you're able to stay consistent is because for you, marketing isn't falling to the bottom of your list. Like it's okay if you're busy and something doesn't happen, but it's something that really fills you up, creating the graphics, finding the articles, sharing things from, you know, from your hometown, when you go traveling, whatever it is, you've made it such a part of your business that it's not an afterthought. No, definitely not. It's definitely probably the prime part of my business. And um, just to have that connection with the customers too, you know, I, yeah. I, I enjoy that that's really important to me to have that personal connection. And I think as we've talked about, you know, we're a small company and I think people like that and people really want that personal connection these days. They want to see your face, yeah. they want to see your videos. So, and I think for what you were saying about how it's changed, so as I say, I've been doing Facebook for a long time and then we introduced Instagram, which has been slower to grow, but that's kind of a different field. So now you're thinking what works on Instagram, what works on Facebook. So it does get more challenging and more time consuming. And then, you know, trying to do more on Pinterest because that's certainly a product marketplace these days. So um, I think I'm most comfortable with Facebook, but I'm working on the others too and trying to grow the audiences there as well. Well, and I think that Facebook makes it easy for marketers like you to share content, right? So it's very easy for you to find something be on your mobile device, share it immediately, right? It's just, it's, it, they are very, um, you know, it's very easy um, for people to um, do, get, um, get information from wherever they're sharing it from to get it in front of, in front of their audience, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. And you can, and now, because you can do it all mobile and everything, it's just, you can be on top of what's going on and post and react to people's comments and everything. Yeah. So yeah. It's all very um, wherever you are. Yeah. 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 So oh, I would like to kind of go into, um, you know, what you think you do best in terms of marketing beyond Facebook. Cause I think your Facebook audience has organically grown. You know, I think at the time of this recording, you're close to, if not over 16,000 fans. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Over 16,000. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, um, you know, I feel like if you can just talk about like what maybe things that are working in your business to grow your, to grow your following and to grow your business so that people can understand the different tactics that you've tried over the years. Right. So I think it's important right. to share that for an online business. Um, so as we grew and our audience grew and our customer base grew, um, there was always that SEO, the search engine optimization <laughs> lurking in yeah. the background that, I realized that we were not qualified to do. It's a minefield of a place to go, um, but it's also very important. So I outsourced that, which was huge um, and has allowed me more time to spend on the marketing that I enjoy. Um, and then the, um, so besides Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest, um, I think, you know, the email marketing, <laughs> which we have right. worked on, right. um, has also, people react to our newsletters um, and, and shop. And obviously we do sales, but you know, I do, I try and get a newsletter out every week. We don't want to bombard people because um, I think then it just gets lost. Um, but with the newsletters are mostly product oriented and um, 
that does work and that audience is growing. We added a pop up, a sign up pop up on the web page for people to sign up to get our newsletters and that a lot of our subscribers come from that. So that was a big ad when we redid the website um, a couple of years ago. Um, and, and it does make it like a little bit, right? Just like learning a little bit about it and to allowing it to be the thing that helps get more eyes on your beautiful new website makes a huge difference. Being mobile optimized, right? Like working with the right person to help get more eyes on your products is, you know, let's be honest, what has helped your business grow? Word of mouth, SEO, like all of these pieces are, are, a, are part of the marketing strategy, right? Absolutely. I think exactly it all, all works together. There's that social media piece, the SEO, which of course you have to do to right. get anywhere. And it's certainly working for us and is a good investment. Right. Um, and then the newsletter, because there are, there are people who probably aren't on social media and uh, they just want the newsletter to see what's new and what's available. Um, so I think what you're doing is you're explaining that you kind of have to have your hand in a variety of different platforms to determine where your dream client or audience is hanging out, but more importantly, give them the content or the products or the link to the products where they want to receive it. Right. So yeah. yeah, a lot of marketers are like, Oh, I'll just market on Facebook. It's easy. But you know, there are people who want to get it in their email. And I mean, when you send an email, would you say that you're every time you send an email, what happens typically? Orders come in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People yeah. respond to the emails. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot of marketers who might be listening to this podcast might think that Facebook is the most important social platform for, for their business. But then they're like, I'm doing all the things on Facebook. We're just using Facebook as an example, of yeah. course, it's the most popular, but, um, you know, I'm doing all the things I'm supposed to be doing on Facebook, but the orders aren't coming in. And so it is about balance. It is about being where your dream client audience needs you to be when they need to, when, when they, need you right and stand in their heads that's something that you do really well is you uh, i'll say the word again diversify like you're you're making sure you're wherever i want wherever i need you to be so that um you know i when i'm ready to buy you're there you're top of mind and i see your brand first which i love right. now what do you think um you know how how has the like you are online business so if it wasn't for the internet <laughs> you think you would have a business i mean do you think you would have where do you think you'd be if it wasn't for the internet? I don't know if we would, I would have started it because I don't think at the time, eight years ago, um, I was thinking of opening a shop, which of course would be nice, but that's a much bigger uh, commitment in some ways. I mean, the overheads would be huge um, mm -hmm. rent. So I don't know. I mean, the internet allowed us to have this fabulous business and now this fabulous community um, of great people that we yeah. enjoy interacting with. And I really wouldn't have that without the internet. I have to yes. say. So see all those people that complain about the internet, right? And here you are building a business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I think without it, I probably would have done something else. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So where do you get your best ideas and inspiration from Lucinda? Um, uh, oh gosh, that's a good question. I do. When I'm in the UK, I buy magazines like home magazines and look there but from um, newsletters from um, like other British sites and really from the internet, I, <laughs> I have to say just like, um, you know, um, lifestyle kind of blogs and that kind of yeah. thing and following um, lots of Brits on um, 
on Facebook and Instagram. I know a lot of food places and then it all connects together and I find products or certainly inspiration for posts and, and things I want to write about. Um, yeah. try, I want to blog more and I'm hoping to get back to blogging because that's another piece of the puzzle. Um, right. And you enjoy um, writing. So that's another time thing. Um, so yeah, from people's blogs and, and lifestyle bloggers and, and that kind of thing. But now we are at a point where companies are approaching us. I'm just about to um, launch some new products from a company called Port and Lemon and they found us and approached us whether we were interested in selling their products. Um, so that, that's, that happens now as well, which is nice. And then people point stuff out and say, oh, I, found, I saw my sister-in-law in England. She'll say, oh, I saw this brand. It looks really nice and we'll look at it. Yeah. But certainly from following people on Facebook and Instagram and seeing products post and think, oh, that would be nice for us and, yep. and other posts about stuff to post about. Yeah. That's good. I'm glad you're keeping your finger on the pulse. So what would you say to the listeners? What is your top marketing tip or piece of wisdom? If you were on a stage and I was moderating the panel and I said, Lucinda, what's one thing that this audience needs to know about marketing their biz online what would your suggestion be what would your top tip piece of wisdom be i think we, we, we've said it a couple of times being consistent yeah. and diversifying don't just put all your eggs in one basket but be consistent and communicate with your followers and um respond to your followers um consistently like you yep. know i try and respond to comments on on posts within 24 hours mostly Yep. And people love that. And that's what yep. they enjoy. They, they want people are there because they want that interaction. So it's important to be consistent with that interaction. Right, right, right. That would probably be my top tip. <laughs> I love it. And it's, it, it's true. And I think the more times people can hear how important it is to be consistent, the more apt they are to figure out ways to have it work for their business. I mean, there are, there are platforms, there are tools, there are people you can hire to help you be consistent in your messaging and your marketing. So you know, it's 2019 at the time of this recording, there, there really is no more excuse, right? Because we all have the same 24 hours in the day. And in order to reach and connect and be consistent, you have to use, some, you have to use your resources. And so I think you've done a great job of that, of implementing ways to stay consistent and stay top of mind, even when you're away, which I love. Thank you. <laughs> so tell us, tell our listeners what's happening in your business. Where can we find you? Learn more about the Bees Knees British Imports, tell us. Well, the Bees Knees British Imports.com, where you'll find an About Us section, um, which I pretty much explained at the beginning, all our products um, and the blog when I get to blogging again. So I want to blog more. Um, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest. We are on Twitter too. Um, and that's all the places where we are all the time, <laughs> yep. posting away and interacting all the time. And we're heading into that for us. It's may only be July, but for us now we're all about Christmas and the holiday season. Yeah. Placing our orders um, with our, our suppliers in the UK because we want to have all that stuff by September, October. And then it's uh, the very busy season um, leading up to Thanksgiving and Christmas. So that's where our focus is right now because it, it starts for us in July. Crazy, right? We should all be so prepared. Speaking of being prepared, right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> You're the that. All, all retail is doing that right now too. So yep. um, it's amazing. Thank you, Lucinda, for being a guest on the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I know that you've inspired people to be consistent, to, you know, don't put all your eggs in the Facebook basket only, right? You got to diversify. 
But I also want to say that, you know, collaborating, right? You bring these amazing designers and products. You work with um, businesses who have beautiful products that you know your customers want, you know, or might they don't even know yet and you're bringing them to them. So I love that collaboration, that partnership that you have with your vendors um, to bring these items to the U.S. And I love, I love that. I've loved watching your business grow over the years. So thank you for being a guest and um, I hope you'll come back someday. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me and um, thank you for helping my business grow too. <laughs> you have an amazing day. Thanks again, Lucinda. Thanks, Deb. Bye. Bye. Bye everybody. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of the Market Your Biz Better podcast. I absolutely love connecting you to the people who help me market my biz better. I know there are tons of podcasts that you can listen to, so I'm pretty excited that you've chosen to listen to mine. Now, I want you to hop on over to the show notes, use all those links that we dropped over there for you that we mentioned in this episode, and I will see you next time. Now go market your biz better.